a Mitch and Jeremy exclusive. Are you ready? On air. Online. You ready to have a good time? On your smart speaker and wherever you stream. The Mitch LaFon and Jeremy White Show. The Mitch LaFon and Jeremy White Show. Available wherever you stream. Catch up on past interviews and episodes on demand now. Subscribe so you don't miss any of it. Um, let's get this one started. We are we are speaking to the one and only uh, Derry from the band Honeymoon Suite. The band is coming to, uh, well, uh, Point Claire, Quebec for the Strangers in the Night. And then also at the uh, casino in uh, Gatineau, as we say here in uh, Montreal. Bonjour, Derry. Comment allez-vous? Oh, oh, bonjour. Comment ça va? Ça va très, très bien. Um, so let's just quickly talk about, about these shows that are coming up and touring again. Uh, the band was going to play this casino, I believe, like in May of 2020. And then, of course, COVID hit and the show got canceled. And and now you're back. Talk to me about sort of getting back on the road and getting back into the whole spirit of rock and roll and not being trapped by a lockdown. Yeah, it's like riding a bike, man. Everybody was so happy to, to get back out there. No, really. No rehearsals, nothing. Uh, we just went out and did a long sound check on the first show a couple of months ago. And it's been just great ever since just to be out there and every weekend and uh, just keeps getting busier. So it was great to see the boys again in the flesh, you know, after two years, it's like a bunch of goof, high school goofs, you know, getting back together and uh, we're having fun, man. It's it's great out there making some noise again is it the same vibe for you or or is there a little bit of fear and trepidation like do you go in there going "Uh uh-oh we got to be careful or is it sort of the same hang where you sort of meet the fans and you 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 know you have the same protocols or do you sort of go maybe we should just be a little bit more careful these days yeah you know we still you still have to be careful and um I actually got COVID maybe about a month ago. Right. You know, I'm fully vaccinated and everything, but there's been a few of our guys. Dave got it. I got it. And uh, it's not that bad, but you don't want to get it. And um, no meet and greets, you know, and right. I'm masking when I'm flying and traveling still because it just it feels like crap. So I think you still got to be careful. Yeah. All right. Let's get let's get to the uh, the more important stuff. Uh, the band has has been working on new music. Where are we in that process? Started an album probably three years ago now <laughs> with uh, our producer, Mike Crumpus, uh, when he was living in Nashville. And then he decides to move to England about halfway through. So that kind of like, <laughs> you know, made it a little more difficult for, you know, Johnny and I had to fly over there to do our tracks and stuff. Anyhow, it's all the tracks are done. We actually released two singles around COVID or just before COVID. Yep. And they did really well. One actually charted in Canada, and um, that's just to give people a taste. And now I'm waiting for mixes from the UK from Mike. He's awful busy, but he's got a nice studio there. So it's a little frustrating, but COVID really put the brakes on everything for a good year or two, you know, with everything recording and all that. So it's been frustrating, but it's, it's on its way. Those those two tracks that came out in I guess 2019 and 2021 each I guess had a bit more of a of an upbeat or a dance sort of flavor to it. I mean there was a more there was a, a very strong rhythm track if if you want to it. Is that sort of the approach we're taking now, sort of modernizing the sound, or were those just sort of 
two one-offs that you just sort of put out there to, to see what was going on? No, that's probably producer, um, more okay. producer influence. Mike is, uh, is a huge Honeymoon Suite fan. He's a Toronto guy, but he's, uh, he's got his ear to the ground. He's done a lot of newer pop stuff and, and heavy rock stuff. And I think he took our, he understands our band. The songs are very melodic Honeymoon Suite songs, but he also introduces a few, uh, you know, modern, modern elements of production. But not because that's what's cool now. It's just kind of like uh, he put some things in there and uh, we kind of like it. You, I think you have to update yourself. We don't want to sound sound dated, but it still has to sound like Honeymoon Suite. So I'm pretty I'm pretty happy. You know, I think we we broke some new ground there. And the rest of the album, which is coming, is much more straight ahead rock. A lot okay. of guitars, a lot of solos. So I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I'm happy too. I happen to like those two tracks. In fact, I, I pretty much like everything you've done. Um, in terms of uh, new music and in terms of new stars, your daughter, Leigh Marlene, is, uh, was an American Idol contest, contestant. Talk to me a little bit about that and, and being on the other side of it, because you being on stage and you writing the songs and you going through the process, you've been there, you've done it, you've, it's been 40 years. What's it like to now see your daughter going through it? Do, do you sort of say, let her do it and she'll figure it out? Or are you like, hey, I've been there. Let me, uh, I got advice. How are you sort of handling the other side of it? <laughs> I think it's a bit of both. Leah's, just, that was just so amazing what's happened with her. Getting to the, the top three was a huge boost to her career to go from a, you know, a little unknown singer from normal Illinois to, uh, you know, national exposure. And it's, it's a great, uh, she's got momentum now. Um, being an idol doesn't guarantee anything, but now she's got a bit more of a platform and she's working really hard to go to the next uh, level. As for me seeing it, I mean, she's been doing this since she was a little girl and she worked really hard on her own. She's got a wonderful voice. I've helped her, her and her, me and her mother have just uh, helped her along the way with the business stuff. And I've guided her and, and connected her as best I can. Right. But she's her own girl. She's headstrong and uh, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting to see. Of course, I'm assuming you'll, you'll lend a, a guitar solo when she gets to making her album, I would imagine. Well, I played, I played on her. She's got like three albums out. So early on, uh, I did a lot of guitar and writing with her. Uh, we used to go to Nashville. We've written together just to get her started, her first couple of records. Um, I played a lot with her. i um, done a lot of uh, live shows with her. Right. And uh, I even played on Idol with her. Yeah, with her and Katy Perry, man, that was that was nuts. Um, I couldn't believe I was there, but you know, so much, so much fun to to be in that situation, surreal. But anyways, she's um, she's a great producer as well. She's got the Logic and I mean the Pro Tools, and and uh, she plays all kinds of instruments. So she, I've always encouraged her, like, yeah, you're a great singer and everything, but the longevity is in is in is in songwriting and, and producing. Uh, if you can do all those things, you're going to have a, like a, a long career. Have you uh, have you turned to producing yourself? I mean, at some point, do you do you want to sort of get off the stage and just be the guy behind the the board? Well, I'll get off the stage when I can't play no more. I love being on the stage, but yes, I love being in the studio too. Actually, during COVID, I managed. To, I'm working on a solo uh, album. 
because okay. um, I just had so much time and I would play it, get in my studio, start riffing out. And I started coming up with these instrumentals. So I'm more, I'm trying to finish up a record of my own, but it's just a solo project, kind of like a Satriani type deal, no vocals, just uh, short songs with, with riffs in them. And it's really fun. So that's what I've been doing. I'm going to produce that. I probably co-produced a lot of the honeymoon suite stuff behind the scenes, which people don't know. Cause I right. dive into those projects and I'm looking at a couple of other things. People have approached me with some young pop singers and that I would love to produce a record for somebody now that I have a little more time. Yeah. Well, okay. we, we, we love that. Um, God and guitars, you have a new signature model. Uh, talk to me I about do. that. I do. Yeah, talk to me about the signature model and 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 oh, and having uh, that association with our our great. It's just. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, talk to me about your. Yes. Talk, so. Um, talk to me yeah. about the uh, so the Godin guitar. I've been working with Godin. Yeah, for Godan, I've, I've been actually working with them for a long time, on and off. They've kind of, you know, given me a few guitars here and there. It's, it's a, a great, a great guitar company. And um, it's a long story, but at one point, there's a guy there named Mario who reached out to me. He's an old friend of mine. And uh, somebody suggested to him at, at NAMM one time about, because of my, my, tread, my tread guitar. And um they said to him, well, you know, you guys should do a signature model for Derry. So he took it back to his to his bosses, and uh, one thing led to another. And he reached out to me and said, Godan wants to do your, your tire tread as a signature model. So uh, we started working together about two years ago. It's been right. a long process because COVID slowed it down. But um, it's done. Let me get it. Yeah, let's have a look. I'm in Toronto now. I'm playing at the, um, we're doing the Elmo combo tonight, which is going to be wicked. But um, this is, this is the Godan. Wow. And uh, wow. It, is, it is wicked. I mean, we, they are so, so cool. They, they've got it, you know, all my specs, the body, the neck is Godan. My, you know, my choice electronics and bridge and everything else. I mean, it's a lot. It's a whole process to get this thing where I want it. But now it's in production. And wow. people just love it. Uh, it's it's really cool. Well, but well it's, talk it's to me about the specs. Now. I mean, listen, and, I'm not a guitar guy. I don't know the specs. Jeremy's the, the the host that knows all that stuff. But for a fan who who knows this stuff, what are some of the specs? What are they getting if they get the Dairy Signature model? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, you please do because guitar. I'm a I mean, compl- I'm a complete uh, rookie when it comes to to tech, but. Fans who watch will understand. Well, I told yeah. Well, I told I told Mario, who's who's the guy that kind of spearheaded all this. I, the, right. I don't want you to build a cheap guitar that anybody could buy for five hundred bucks. I mean, because that's not. I want it to be a player's guitar. Right. It's going to be a little more expensive, but I don't want to put a piece of crap out there. So of course, there's the spec. I mean, it's a really simple guitar. It's modeled after my original uh, tire tread mm-hmm. guitar from the eighties. Yeah. which actually had a Godan neck on it. So anyways, it's real simple. You know, it's just got uh, EMG active pickups, you know, the single coil there and the humbucker there. Right. It's got the Floyd Rose, you know, for all the fun stuff. Well, you need that. I mean, sweet stuff, I have to do that. One one volume knob for loud and louder and uh, <laughs> switch and a headstock. It's really simple, you know, and they got the treads on it. I think the hardest thing on this was getting the uh, artwork, getting these tr- these, treads these treads on it, you know. But yeah, um, 
the signature got a treads. Great, uh, a great team there. Huh? Signature tread. Uh, in terms of, of those specs and putting it together, what do you model it on? Is it just sort of years of preference or do you sort of say, yeah, I want sort of what Eddie had or I want what Jimmy had or I want what, like, how, how do you come up with your, how did you get into those preferences? How did you, you know, design this? Well, oh, well, the, ori the original one, I used, to, I used to have a lot of Kramer guitars because right. they were the thing in the mid 80s. And we were in we were in L.A. Uh, recording uh, "Racing After Midnight." We were yep. doing that record with Ted Templeman. Yep. And we we were staying at the uh, at, they put us up at these apartments down there for like two three months, you know, in Hollywood. And uh, there's a bit of boredom going on. In the mid '80s, a lot of players were not just Eddie, but a lot of players were doing their own kind of artwork guitars, you know, just doing all kinds of crazy stuff in the guitars. So. I had the idea. It was actually me and Dave. I had my old Kramer and we took it apart. I said, I think I want to drive a car over one of my guitar bodies and put some paint on the tire. That was the original concept. <laughs> so we did that, but you can't drive a car over a guitar. So long story short, we took the donut, you know, the little small spare tire that, that comes in a car. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the temporary tire. Yeah. We had a rental car, so we took it out of that. And we put yellow paint all over it. And we went out in the balcony and rolled it across the body. And that's how my original one uh, got started. <laughs> and uh, I had the Floyd and everything on it. And I, bang, you know, I love that. So that's that's where it got started. That's, a, that's amazing. That, that's hilarious. And, and I wanted, I do want to talk to you about Ted yeah. Templeman for a second. But this uh, this show coming up in Montreal or on the outskirts in Point Claire is with with you opening up basically for the Jacksons, because <laughs> who are on the bill that night. Uh, talk to me about this event, and because it is a charity event, so talk to me about the importance of having shows where eventually you give back to the community, or at least the event is giving back to the community. The Strangers in the Night event. Um, yeah, the Jackson. Yeah, I was like, when I first heard that, I mean, Honeymoon Suite <laughs> with the Jacksons, well, wow. <laughs> it's going to be in there. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's a fun thing, and I... I didn't realize what a big deal this is. It's like a gala, very expensive, but it's to raise it money. Is. So we're we're all in. I love playing in. I love playing Montreal. We're actually being going to be close to where you live, and yep. uh, um, you know, we're happy to do that. We we do this thing also in Toronto every year at the Classic Bowl for Ronald McDonald House. It's right. uh, it's actually in a bowling alley. They have a concert, and we've kind of done it for the last four or five years. And it, again, it's a charity event. They raise tons of money. So we're kind of have it's a fun gig and we're kind of happy to do that. So it's it's a bit of giving back and it's a, also a gig as well. So, you know, why not? Yeah. And, and this Strangers in the Night event over the last few years, they've had Culture Club, Sheila E., The Box, uh, Sticks, and a bunch of others. And it's, it's just a fun wow. event. Yeah. And it's a... It's sort of a food tasting event too. So if you show up in the afternoon, all the, the local sort of fancy restaurants prepare meals that everybody gets to sort of taste for free and stuff. And and then you come on, and then the Jacksons come on. I mean, where do you go wrong? It's it's a perfect event. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, looking <clears throat> looking forward. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, quickly, uh, Ted Templeman. What did he bring to the table when he produced your album? Because obviously he's worked with Van Halen, he's worked with Cheap Trick, he's worked with others. What were you looking for from him, and what did he what did he manage to deliver for you? 
He's he Ted is um he's a he's a song guy, you know. I mean, he's just a feel. He goes by feel by by song. He's not you know real technical. I mean, with all the great stuff that he's done with us, it was like um, he just pushed me uh, pushed me a lot to if songs weren't like ready like as, as finished as he wanted them to be he would he would keep me going back to the drawing board and, and push me to to write more and um I'm, I'm glad he did uh he was uh he's kind of a ex very eccentric dude um and he was for me to be in the studio with that guy who'd done all you know the van halen stuff and everything else it was like I can't believe I'm sitting in one of those, I can't believe I'm sitting here moments um, that, and he brought Michael McDonald in on one track uh, to help finish a song. So just cool stuff like, like that. Uh, Ted's a sweet guy. And uh, I think he did a great job here. And, uh, and I'll finish on this uh, in the early nineties or in the nineties, the band had new members come in, new drummers, new bass player knew this. And eventually you got Gary and Dave back, uh, Gary Lalone and Dave Betts. Talk to me about having original members and, and what it means for the chemistry of the band, because, you know, regardless of how well they play or don't well, they play when you hear them play, you hear honeymoon suite. It, it is the sound. It is the band. Um, talk to me about having them back and just sort of having that, the sound back. Exactly. You know, you hit it on the head. D Dave and Gary left, uh, mm -hmm. were, left the band for a period during the, the awful nineties, the, the era that killed, you know, melodic rock. So, you know, things were real tough for us. And for a lot of bands, you know, coming out of the 80s, when grunge came in, it was over, man. And we had to push through uh, that period. And we had other players, uh, really good players come in. And, you know, they play really well, but they don't play exactly like Dave and Gary. Um, right. And after a certain point, I just got tired of, of bringing in session guys who were great players, but I thought... I want. I called up Dave and Gary. I said, you "Guys, want to want to play again?" And, and they jumped in. And like you said, it's chemistry. Those dudes played on those songs, and you know we're not all the best, you know, players in the world. Doesn't matter. But together, we make a really good noise. And they play the songs the way they were recorded. And I love being on stage with those dudes. And I love that we're all original uh, members because you don't see that a lot these days. You see these bands out there. Are, with one guy, you know, or no guys. And that's okay, but there's nothing. I love the bands that have a, most of the original members. I love that. There's a chemistry. There, there's a definite chemistry, and, and I appreciate that too. And, and I'm glad that you're you're back together. And just what, last thing, since you mentioned grunge killed, uh, killed melodic rock, um, would it be fair to say that melodic rock killed melodic rock by all the bands just having nothing but ballads as singles and and rock fans just went oh for fuck's sake are you gonna rock or fuck off you know <laughs> because, because i sort of think the ballad killed the rock scene right i mean yeah well you know what the 80s it, it kind of had to happen everything goes in cycles and uh the the 80s had to come to a close because it was getting there was so much good music you know with the van halens and the bon jovis and, and metallicas um 
it was all great. But then there's a lot of stuff where it got, you know, ridiculous and a lot of <laughs> carbon bad, copy uh, of carbon copy. <laughs> hair yeah. And it, you're right. There's, there's the downside to that. And it had to be kind of flushed out and something new had to come in. So in a way, it's just cycles, man, cycles of music. But now you see melodic rock coming back. You know what it is? It's the songs. The biggest tours out there right now are like, uh, you know. Journey, Def uh, Leppard. Uh, you Journey, know. Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Sticks. Ari, I mean, it's yeah. all back in a huge way. You know why? Catalog, songs yeah. that they never get because they're great songs. And people want to be happy and feel good and stuff. I agree. And and I'll just finish on this. Uh, you know, as a big melodic rock fan, when I got like Aerosmith Get a Grip and I put it on and I hear crying, amazing, I just went, oh, good God, enough. <laughs> so so I think I think I don't think really Nirvana killed anything. I think a lot of fans like me just went, all right, already. I don't need three fucking ballads per album. Stop it. But anyway, there we go. Um, Honeymoon Suite, yeah. always... Uh, when, uh, by the way, you said the album, uh, you're going to work on your mixes and all that coming soon. Are you trying to get it out for 2022, or are you trying to get it out for early 2023? Uh, man, you know, I've given up on trying to predict that. We'll get it out. Like I'm just trying to get uh, a, an album... I'm trying to get it. Here's your mixes. Then we'll work on sequencing and titles and that. Uh, it's probably going to take a lot you know longer but i'm so impatient from stuff that's already been recorded but i'll get it out there when i can when it's right right, right. when it sounds really good so hopefully later this year 20, so, 23 now probably so it'll be fair to start calling you the canadian guns and roses at some point yeah right it's our chinese <laughs> Canadian democracy. <laughs> the one that just, hey, it's not my fault. If I was mixing it, it'd be done next week. But, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, an, I'm an impatient guy with music. Yeah. So, so I'm, I, I'm, the, I'm, I'm the pusher. <laughs> Always, uh, as we say in uh, Montreal, merci, Derry. Always a pleasure. An all new episode of the Mitchell Fun and Jeremy White Show. Tuesday at noon. Available wherever you stream. Catch up on past interviews, bonus content, and episodes on demand now. Visit youtube.com slash Jeremy White Show. Follow Mitch and Jeremy on Twitter. Yeah, they're verified. At Mitch LaFon and at Jeremy White MTL.